Hello, I'm Jason Ball, and this is Friends with Friends, the podcast where we explore all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, one at a time. And we are up to lucky number 13, and I am joined by my friends, Vanessa and Jackie. Hi, I'm Jackie, and as you should know by now, I'm the biggest Friends fan. (laughs) And I'm Vanessa Martinez, and I am slowly learning everything there is to know about Friends. I'm not sure I can save the title of this episode. I'll, I'll give it a try. So this is the 13th episode, number thir- lucky 13, the one with the boobies. <laughs> I feel so silly saying that. Because it is silly what happens with this right. uh, Yeah. This episode premiered on January 19th, 1995 to 25.8 million viewers. So that's audience just keeps growing. Jackie, give us a good uh, plot overview. So... Everybody sees everybody naked, but it starts when Chandler accidentally sees Rachel naked, um, and then it goes on. And then Phoebe is dating a shrink, Roger, who overanalyzes the friends. And then we get to see Joey Tribbiani's dad, Joseph Sr., and he visits um, the fa- he visits Joey, and then Joey finds out the dad is having an affair. So we get to see some more background with Joey's family. Can we start with Phoebe? Yes, where is she finding all of these? <laughs> she was dating the physicist. Now she's dating a psychologist. Like, who's next? Like, I don't know. Like, where, where is she going? Like, all these uber educated men are just nuts for uh, Phoebe. What yeah. is it they like about Phoebe? Yeah. What does she like about them? Yeah, well, I think they're going for like the most opposite of her, you know? <laughs> yeah, or maybe she's just so deep in her thoughts in a way, and these men that she's dating are deep in their thoughts in some <laughs> way. <laughs> they just, I don't know, but I've noticed a trend with Phoebe. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Hank Azaria, the, the physicist who runs off to Minsk, and then the new guy, the psychi- psychiatrist, who yeah. everybody else hates, right? Yes. Oh, they all they all don't like him because when we first meet him, he quickly analyzes Chandler and then Joey's dad walks in and then he tries to make like jokes and then he makes it all awkward. But he analyzes Chandler so fast. <laughs> Isn't that our worst fear when we meet people who are psychologists or psychologists that we fear that they're analyzing us and figured us out and know all of our dark darkest secrets the moment we meet them? A hundred percent, yes. I have a friend who is a psychologist. And every time we get together, I always feel like she's analyzing us or looking at our expressions to see how we're talking. And I asked her, be like, I asked her literally a few weeks ago, I was like, when we text, are you reading into our text messages? And she's like, no, it's too exhausting. <laughs> okay. As long as you're not doing this I don't to know what that means either. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, because she says that, you know, when she talks to her patients, she has to look for not only the way they talk, but clues. So if they look to a certain way while they're saying a statement or how their hands are, if their foot is tapping the floor, like she has to look at all of that to make sure that they're in tune with their feelings. Yeah. I feel I have a psychiatrist friend and he is. So he's he's never like Roger. Like he is just chill. He I think like they might just turn it off, you know? Like Yeah. That's what's funny about the episode is it plays into our fears about the people who work in that business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it, like they all all of the friends loved it. They all wanted to like 
know about, yeah, Mm -hmm. know about what they were struggling with and confided in him to fight out, but yet they hated him. (laughs) No, they liked it when everybody else was analyzed, not them. Uh Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, especially Chandler. He's like, it's textbook because he's like, I don't want to be there when the laughter stops. And it's like, what? (laughs) I don't think Monica liked it either, though. No, with Ross. He definitely didn't like it. He's like, I married a lesbian to make you look good. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, but, you know, it's funny because he ends up being like, so when Phoebe breaks up with him, he ends up being, oh, define me, define me. I was like, that's such a good scene. (laughs) It's like, you wanted to define them. What do you mean? (laughs) You're the one offering it up, you know, for free. You didn't, they didn't ask you to, you just did it. So the other thing is we meet Mr. Tribbiani, Joey Tribbiani Sr. for the first time. Yes, and I like I like how their dynamic is. You know, he's coming, he's going to work for a few days in the city, visits his his son, and and it kind of offers a reflection too for Joey. Um, after he finds out the affair, he's sitting there with Chandler in the pullout mattress or on the sofa, and he's thinking about, well, is this where I learned it from? I'm going from woman to woman, or from lady to lady, you know. And I like how they brought it back to that reflection for him, for his character. Yeah, and I feel like that kind of showed a soft side to him that he is very worried about how he will be like as a husband, and that's mm-hmm. a side we don't really see. I mean, the only other side we did see of him in like a family figure kind of sense was when he was tucking the kids in in the New Year's Mm -hmm. Eve episode. And and the way he finds out too, is like, uh, he's like, hey ma, uh, going to the doctor. And it's true, because like whenever you do go to the doctor, you do call your parents still. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, it was funny how he was treating them, you know, like when the dad's girlfriend was going to spend the night, um, Joey says, (laughs) you stay in this room and you stay in the other room and I'll stay here where I could see you guys. Your girlfriend is not going to spend the night. And then even when he gets mad at me, he's like, now go to my room. Yeah, he's like, oh, that sounded weird. Yeah, so actually the uh, guy who played uh, Joey's dad uh, is Robert Costanzo. um, Mm -hmm. And he was in this series and also in the spinoff of Joey. Mm -hmm. He played the dad as well in that uh, show. We got some work out of this. Yeah, yeah, but it, but I looked at his IMBD list, and he has a whole bunch of voice work, a whole bunch of TV shows that he's done. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot to me. And I, I thought it was interesting. Joey, really, you really do get a nice insight into him. While he's mad and all this, he kind of he doesn't really know how to take it. He doesn't really know how to process the whole thing and what to think. And, you know, think about his mom too, and, and you know how it affects her, and you know that he. I like he gives him the ultimatum. You either break up with her or you come clean with mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and then he comes clean to her and she's okay with it. <laughs> she knows. She knew about the affair and she liked it. So, I mean, like, it's it's something that you think you're doing good for your parents. And then it turns around and it's like, wait, you messed it up. You know, you don't know the kind of marriage your parents have, you know? Yeah, I think it says a lot, too, about, as you know, learning those parent-child relationships we don't always, as children, know everything about our parents. Mm-hmm. Even though we think we know everything about them, we don't necessarily know what their lives are like and what they've been through and what their relationships are even like. They're just your parents. Like you kind of you don't think of them in that way, you know, until it comes to your point in your life when you have your own relationship and you think, I wonder what theirs were. It's kind of a reflection on that. 
Yeah, and I think parents do their best to try to leave, you know, their kids out of any situation that, you know, to not stress their kids out in any way, you know. Mm -hmm. And I noticed too when um, Ronnie, or not Ronnie, Ronnie is a mistress, but Joey's mom, uh, she comes and she brings him a bag of groceries right when she, and then she slaps him. <laughs> it's like, you ruined uh, everything. Yeah. <laughs> Mind your business. Mind your business. But like, she brought him the bag of groceries because even to this day, when I go home to NorCal to visit my family, I still come back with like a bag of food. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll get like frozen, fro- cool, good frozen like farm meat, of, like chicken and beef and all this stuff. I come back with an ice chest. Like it's it's funny because that's what parents do, even when you're in your twenties or thirties. <laughs> Give you some food; they want to feed you. <laughs> For sure. All right, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about everybody seeing everybody naked. Yes. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, and we are back. And I'll say it one more time. Th- episode 13, the one with the boobies. Because they see everybody's movies. <laughs> That's the mission. <laughs> really word. It becomes yeah. all this like almost it's almost like mistaken identity kind of a, a farce kind of t- classic uh, comedy device. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if the writers, if this happened to one of the writers, that they put that in the show. <laughs> like, why did this idea come about? I've never <laughs> seen any of my roommates like naked on accident. Granted, I've only lived with girls and uh, so I've never seen any of them accidentally naked. <laughs> well, that apartment is weird too, that the bathroom is way on the other side from the from the bedrooms too. Yeah, yeah, um, it is. It's across across it's the living of, room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of laid down that you have to cross the living room to get to the bathroom, but it's fine. yeah. So uh, I don't know who's more mortified, Rachel or Chandler, when they first when he first walked in on her. I know, right? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Rachel had a pretty intense reaction when when she was seeing, you know, she's like, "Oh my god," you know, <laughs> pretty dramatic. And yeah, I mean, I think she had a pretty yeah big reaction. So the order with everybody see each other naked. So because when Rachel started. Hey. Yeah, Chandler and Rachel start it. And so it goes, Chandler sees Rachel naked in the first scene. And then Rachel wants to get back at Chandler. So Rachel goes to see him in the bathroom. But then Rachel sees Joey naked. And then Joey wants to get back at Rachel. So Joey sees Monica naked. And then Monica wants to get back at Joey. So Monica sees Mr. Tribbiani naked. And that's how it ends. <laughs> oh my gosh, poor Monica. All she wanted to do. Oh no. <laughs> and it I, went out wrong. I know. She like 
like everybody else is you know your age and and looking pretty good and then she gets mr triviati yeah <laughs> or booty and uh ross got left out of the whole thing yeah ross and phoebe too but phoebe brings up with roger so she's no longer seeing him naked but yeah oh, ross oh. ross is is left out which and ross gets jealous ross gets jealous of chandler what why are you seeing her <laughs> i like that little scene i just don't get how rachel doesn't pick up on these things you know why she's so blinded by it <laughs> i think she's so I, I i love rachel don't get me wrong but she is a little self-absorbed yeah mm -hmm. just that's too much character. going on yeah that's her character that's who she is and and he's always been this way even when they were in high school he's always doted on her so she just takes it for granted i think too yeah and she's just used to it <laughs> she can fight him like in the episode a couple when after the paolo breakup and she's i'm done with men like you can't say it i said it last time but you can't say that to ross <laughs> yeah. and then something else i noticed in this episode so the apartment numbers finally changed to 19 and 20. Because when when Joey and Chandler exit Monica's apartment and they see Ronnie, the mistress, is waiting at um, Joey and Chandler's apartment door, and they're finally it's finally 1920. That's a big thing because people know that like Monica's apartment is 20 in the doors, you know. So they were four and five before, and now they're they're the iconic numbers. So, so okay. Jackie, why did they change the numbers? So they changed them because someone realized that on the upper floor of an old Manhattan apartment building, the numbers would be higher. So suddenly without having moved, Joey and Chandler were living in apartment 19 and Monica and Rachel apartment 20. So because of the view from their, the outside of their window, like four and five would, would it be, would be low, you know? So they had to make them higher for the high rise. Oh, that's interesting. You think they would have made them higher than 19 and 20 though? Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Right? They start with like the first floor is 100, the second floor is 200, the third mm -hmm. floor is 300. So that's interesting. Mm -hmm. But that well, goes. You know, there's a reason. Yeah, and the attention to detail that it took to realize, you know, that the numbers wouldn't match up with the high rise building. <laughs> they they changed it like in the middle of like after nine episodes. <laughs> or yeah. It is. You know, it's funny that they changed it. Like, I oh. wonder who thought about that. I wonder who like. They're probably sitting in a meeting being, hey guys, so this is what I think. And they explain their reasoning and then they all- Probably like, a viewer mail. Maybe, yeah. Like, yeah. We get viewer comments and I'm like, oh, that's actually a good point. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't think about, you don't, you, don't, you don't really know, you know. But I wonder where people were sending in their viewer comments because there was no Instagram or- Your ma Viewer mail. mail. Yeah, fan mail. Fan mail. Uh -huh. Wow. <laughs> slow, or was it called slow mail or snail, snail, mail. snail, snail mail. mail? Wow. <laughs> that's that. Yeah, that's true. One devoted fan probably changed it all. <laughs> One devoted fan, that's all it takes. Yeah. Right. What else? Joey Seniors, uh, mistress, is uh, played by Lee Garlington. Um, so she's had quite a few roles. She's been in um, a few film roles. From Psycho to House by the Lake, which I've never heard of, um, Layover, The Babysitter, Field of Dreams. And then she's had a lot of uh, television appearances as well. Um, Roseanne for two episodes. Um, she was in Lenny as Shelley Callahan. Mm -hmm. um, so that's who she is, but I've never seen her. Um, but 
she has quite a, the I the IMBD list. Yeah, I've never seen her either. I've just kind of recognized her from this episode. I did. I, she looks like familiar when you see her, just because she looks like you know classic New Yorker. So mm -hmm. she's a character, and then of course we see Mom too. Yeah, and I I was trying to think of where I've seen Mom from, but I I have, feel like I haven't seen her anywhere. I think she's a big Broadway actress, actually. Oh. She's been nominated three times for the Tony Award, uh, for Cactus Flower, Dow Jones, and then the Goodbye People. Yeah, um, Brenda Vaccaro. That's definitely a name I've heard before. Yeah. So she's a big time actress in New do York. We see, do we see her again in other episodes? No. No. Just no. this one. Just this one. Well, because at the end of the episode, it goes back to regular. Um, Joey could tell the friends, my dad's going to continue having the affair, cheating on my mom, and my mom's going to continue pretending like she doesn't know. You know, so they go back to the affair, and I, it, never, it never gets addressed ever again. Any uh, favorite lines in this episode? Yeah, so I like, <laughs> this is such a silly line, and it has to do with all of them being naked. So since you saw her boobies, I think you're going to have to show her your pee pee. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> I like how they just use the childish names for this line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I actually didn't have a favorite line. I thought, I thought it was a good episode, but nothing really stood out to me. I, I did like where Joey was talking, I mean, uh, Chandler was talking about uh, that he could still see through the the Afghan or whatever the blanket that she was holding, yeah. weave. But my favorite was Joey when he says, "And now you go to my room." Since his, <laughs> he holds his father and sends him to his room instead of you know, his room. Yeah, <laughs> and Ronnie goes, "Man, he's strict." <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right. So coming up on the next episode of Friends with Friends, it's another holiday. It's Valentine's Day. So we all know what that means. We all know who Chandler goes back to when he needs someone. <laughs> next episode, we'll talk all about that. If you like this, please subscribe, give us five-star ratings, leave nice comments. And what's our Instagram handle again? Friends, friends with Friends Podcast. <laughs> all right. Lots of fun and, uh, lots of fun and cool uh, things there. Until next time. Bye.